Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Hey everybody, this is Jerry, and I just want to thank you for joining us for Beyond the Rut, episode 34. You're in for a treat as we brought back Davidson Young, leadership coach from the Leaders Foundry podcast. And in this episode, we're going to do a follow-up conversation about why he's actually considering making a trip back into corporate life, even though in episode 22, we talked about him getting out of corporate life. We'll also talk about the biggest leadership rut his clients face, which is self-doubt and how he coaches them through their self-doubt. So check out this episode and thanks for joining us. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Rut Podcast, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. I'm your host, Jerry, and I have with me the other host, Brandon Cunningham. Brandon, tell folks how you caught some tubular waves yesterday. It was the greatest thing. I don't actually own a surfboard, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, you, you got somebody's like fence planks and just dove right in. Is that right? Funny thing is, as a kid, I actually did that. I tried to cut a board and make a surfboard. Doesn't work that way, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And we actually brought back a special guest. Uh, Davidson Young is a uh, a leadership coach, leadership consultant, and he was on Beyond the Rut episode 22. And we brought him back uh, to have another conversation with him because we just just like the guy. He's awesome. Uh, Davidson, (laughs) uh, how have you been? Doing well. Thank you for having me back. Uh, very excited to be here again. First time repeat guest. Oh wow! Yes. I'm so honored. Yeah, I guess I don't. Am I am I going to be on your Hall of Fame? Is that is that the next yeah. step? There you go. You hold the record for most appearances on oh, Beyond yeah. the Rut now. All right. <laughs> now let's see. Last time we had you on, we asked you the uh, the icebreaker of. Uh, what is something about you people wouldn't know just by looking at you? And since we already asked you that one, we came up with another one. Okay. Is if you could do any professional sport, uh, what would it be? Oh, wow. I have not thought about this. <laughs> um, gosh. Um, you know, if I could do any professional sport. So this this means that I have the athletic capabilities and I have the physical tools to perform this <laughs> athletic uh or this this sport is that right is yes. the, this is just you know i grow it's your dream you can go as far okay. as you want <laughs> <laughs> I, I i can grow another foot or two uh and and add some body weight okay um oh wow so this, this is a, a, an interesting question uh I, i'm gonna i'm gonna approach this both from a a, a logical uh way and also a, a passionate way on, on the logical side I would probably want to be a, a professional basketball player. Uh-huh. Uh, I think, uh, basketball is really fun. It'll, it's a, um, you know, team sport. You can, you can travel around the world, uh, certainly make uh, a really good living without getting concussions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I would probably want, want to do that. Uh, definitely a lot of fame there. Right now, if I had the physical tools, uh, I would love to be a, an ultra marathoner, like a, a world class marathoner, uh, ultra marathoner. 
and be able to run long distances because uh, I think that's a, a huge um, uh, physical feat to be able to do that. And that's where I thought you were going uh, in the first place. You really surprised me with the basketball one. (laughs) Well, you know, basketball is something uh, I I wish I could do. But of course, you know, uh, I I don't think uh, five foot six um, (laughs) uh, players make it very, very much except for Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, Uh, there's a couple of them, but it's kind of rare. Yeah, Yeah, it's very rare. Yeah. So, Davison, tell us what you've been up to lately. We we understand you've got a couple of things cooking, and uh, last time yeah. we talked, you had a lot of things in the pipeline. So, sure. what have you been up to? I think the last time we talked, I was preparing for some uh, some workshops. So, uh, able to conduct uh, workshops for um, a startup uh, here in the Bay Area, and got to travel to New York uh, to train some of their folks there. Um, really fun, fun time. Uh, certainly a lot of learning, uh, from the participant and so also from me. Um, so I've been working on that. That's kept me quite busy. And now I'm actually trying to figure out how to take that next step. So there's some, some things still I need to figure out from a, a business perspective, uh, what's available and from a, a professional perspective. So a lot of options up in the air right now. That's awesome. Yeah, I think if you ever got it all figured out, we would definitely have you back on because you could explain it all to the rest of us. So. <laughs> sure, sure. You could be our first three-peat guest ever. Ever again. <laughs> triple. <laughs> Tri- triple threat. Yeah. There we go. That, that'd be the first Beyond the Red hat trick. There we go. We're going to throw in a hockey <laughs> reference. <laughs> so now I understand why you were in New York City. I thought you were just taking a like a little vacation time and uh, catching in a a. a like you, you ran a marathon or something while you were up there, didn't you? You did a run. No, I, I just did did some running in in New York. Okay. Actually, you know, I I love running in in new places. So, uh, New York's one of the the fun places to run. You can go down, uh, and and around uh, Central Park. My one of my favorite runs is actually uh, crossing the Brooklyn Bridge, but I didn't get to do that this time. So I, I always like to uh, take in a couple of runs whenever I travel. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, That's a great idea. Some friends of mine are up there now in, uh, from high school, and they're walking across the Brooklyn Bridge. I saw a picture. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> that looks yeah. like something fun to do. <laughs> yes, yeah. definitely in, in the morning with this uh, sunrise and then afternoon sunset. It's a, it's a great view. Now, the last time we had you on, uh, Brandon and I joked about we were going up to, I believe it was the Houston area, to watch a Spartan race, and we didn't do it. <laughs> Jerry, you're supposed to say we ran it, we won it, we are now uh, retired from the sport. So, yeah. Uh, but anybody, yeah, just... actually, we we ran into a few scheduling problems. But I recently had uh, carpal tunnel surgery on my hand, and so that's kind of not that that necessarily kept us out of the race, but it was one of the deciding factors that we kind of let that wow. slide and didn't didn't get that done. But uh, those challenges are still out there for us. Yeah. 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 To make up yeah, for so it. that's that's a big one. That's a that's a that's a challenging one. I would actually love to do that one in the future. Yeah, I, I watched it on TV the other day, and I thought, wow, I got I got to get some working <laughs> out done and make, make this a reality. If if that's ever going to actually yeah be a reality, and I had my wife not watch because she would say, no, you'll you'll just die. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but to make up for all well, that, uh, I am running on the. The, uh, the relay marathon with my my work team mm. so that's going to be in late may and that gives me okay. about eight weeks to get myself up to a four mile 
distance. I don't. I don't even care okay. how fast I run it. I just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, surely you can do four miles in eight in two months. I mean, that yeah. doesn't take very long. If you run like you know a couple hundred yards a day, you'll get four miles in. But see, the race yeah. only lasts for one day, and I've got to hand the baton. <laughs> oh, you got to do it all in yet. one day. Yeah, okay, there's, I thought you had two months yeah. to do it. There's a coworker on the other end waiting for a baton from me. So I got to yeah. Yeah, yeah, at least pull a 12, 13 minute mile. It, it's doable. In fact, after this call, I'm going to go hit, yeah. hit the pavement, log a couple more. Oh, miles. nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I think Dave, the one, one thing going for you is that you, you know, uh, since you were in the, in the military, you've gone through those physical, uh, challenges. So, mm-hmm. uh, mentally you can, you can get there. Yes. So hopefully my, uh, my mind and my body will both last through the whole thing. I'm, I'm pretty sure my mind will. I'll, I'll just keep uh, <laughs> yeah, forward and, yeah. and make it. Uh, and so it's just a matter of ignoring the pain and just saying, nope, you can do this, Jerry. You can do this. Just keep going. Yep. Just keep going. Yep. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, Davidson, last time we talked, we were kind of focused on the fact that you had uh, left your previous job at Google and you'd started off on your own and, and were doing new things. So what exactly are you doing now to make sure you're staying out of that comfort zone or, or what we call the rut to – to keep yourself yeah. fresh and challenged and, and searching yeah. out the ground. So that, that's a really good question. It's actually interesting timing. Um, so, you know, one of the, the things that in, in my own sort of coaching, I actually get coached. So, uh, you know, along the way in, in my journey, I get to discover, you know, my own values, what's really important to me, things that actually may hold me back and even, you know, imagining uh, my goals and really cementing those. So my, my own coach has, has really helped in, in moving me forward. So since, since we, uh, left, uh, or since we had the last conversation, this is actually brand new to you guys. So one of the <laughs> things that I've actually been kind of exploring is potentially actually moving back to corporate. So this may be a surprise to you guys. Wow. One of the things in, in my, in my work again with my coach, a couple of things I discovered in terms of my values is that I really value uh, leadership or, or being a leader. And one of the things that I've really missed about being in corporate is actually the opportunity to collaborate with others and be part of a team. Now, being a, a solopreneur, I rarely get to do that, right? So I have clients, of course, and you know I have corporate clients. But it's not really the same. It's not uh, the same as turning around, visiting a, a colleague in the next cubicle and being able to brainstorm and, and problem solve together and really work together in a, in, uh, towards a common goal. So that's the one thing I've really missed, uh, even since uh, the beginning. One, so that that's actually come up in my one-year anniversary, contemplating what I really love about what I'm doing now and what I loved about, you know, belonging to a team. I pursued it in, in different manners and I actually have, I still have an opportunity to, to work closely with other coaches more as a team. Uh, so there, there's sort of that option to continue on my path, but closer partnership with a couple of other coaches. And then there's the option of, of going back to corporate and, and really, uh, satisfy my, my value of being part of a team, leading a team. And being able to problem solve with others, so I don't, I don't have answers yet. This is something I've, <laughs> I've just explored, actually, just the last three weeks. So it's all kind of brand new to me. I, I don't have answers yet. I think that's great because you you're going through the process of a coach, 
and and exploring your options. I, I think one of the things that's important with getting beyond the rut is don't think once you make that move, you're done. Yeah, you know, correct. you're, you're yeah. still alive. So there's a billion right. different moves you need to make over the course of your lifetime correct. and you haven't stopped yet. So that's important. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing about beyond the rut is is not to get stuck, right? right? Like the feeling of getting stuck, I think, is what the rut is, at least in in my in my definition right now. You know, it's you you always have options. So right now, I have these options that I'm thinking about uh, and see how how to move forward and what's gonna make me happier, more fulfilled get me more energized. Uh, I, I'm still very energized by being on my own. I've enjoyed being able to create, uh, help others on a one-to-one basis. So there's still a lot of excitement there. But the, you know, there's there's uh, something about being a solopreneur that's not as satisfying as being able to work on a team. But we'll see. We'll see what I decide. Maybe you can bring me back in a month or two and <laughs> see where I am. <laughs> I think the cool part about it is you have a coach, you know, you're working with somebody to say, you know, don't get out of this rut into another one. You know, that right. that's certainly right. not the point. The point is right. to continue to avoid the ruts and, and a coach is, I, I think we did an earlier episode and I don't remember the number, but uh, where we talked about getting mentors and coaches and, and working with other people to just examine your life and make sure you're still moving forward and not just, Hey, I fixed this problem, but I basically just jumped into a different problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is a journey, right? That that we're all on and there's certain paths that we take that nothing is wrong because I think we all learn from each, each different path, but it's, you know, to your point, it's about moving forward and not getting stuck. Um, so we'll all come to different crossroads in our journey so figuring out the best option at that point, um, I think, is is part of the excitement. Yeah, and a coach is a good way to find out what you need. And mm-hmm. you know, a lot of relationships, I'm going to break up with this person and start dating this person, but I'm never going to look at what's wrong with me, what I need to change mm-hmm. about myself. Well, you're just bringing the same right, problems right. into a new job or relationship or business, right. whatever it is. Coaches are really right. good about that. Be honest with them and find out what you need to change so you can grow. Yeah. I think what I really took from that also I'm, I'm thinking back to episode 22 when we had you on the first time and, and you shared with us as you made that transition out of corporate life uh, you looked at the whole picture and even now as you're talking about maybe going back into corporate life uh, it's it's because you've again you've considered all the all the information in front of you in the context of every aspect of your life so you're not just saying oh man you know what uh, this sucks. I'm going back. You're like, you know what? There's yeah. something I'm still missing. And that is working with teams. Uh, I'm very much a person who prefers collaboration and, and working by myself. I don't have that. And, and, uh, you know, you know, there's also some pluses like, you know, with corporate gigs, right. you get that paycheck every two weeks, <laughs> but that, yep. I, don't, I don't think that's <laughs> the, the driver. It doesn't sound like that's the driver for you. It's that collaboration that you don't quite get to have as a solopreneur. Yeah. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. 
Go to beyondtherut.com slash cap show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. Right, right. I mean, there's there's also, you know, some things like, I, I mean, th- these are not in, in, in order of importance, but uh, on the bright side, being on my own, I get to have my own schedule, determine my own priorities. On the other side of that, you know, sometimes I actually wish I had uh, a structure and uh, <laughs> a little bit of like sort of knowing what I'm going to do today, you know, and, and yeah. have a routine. So some days I actually miss that and just being able to, you know, go to work, uh, you know, get up at, at 6 a.m., you know, home at 5 and having this this routine. <laughs> that's that's one, one thing that, you know, that, that I think there's pluses and minuses to, to the, even the same uh, same item or same topic of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's part of the beauty of the way you're looking at it, too, is there's not one thing that's going to satisfy every need. You know, there's, yeah. there's pluses and minuses to everything. So you have to try to get to a point where you're more on the plus side than the negative side. But it's a it's a journey. There's a process. Yes, yes, exactly. And, and you know, you know, there may not be uh, a perfect, you know, every like uh, one opportunity may not satisfy 100 percent of everything we want. But certainly looking at what's going to be more fulfilling, I think it's the it's a big question. Now, is there a possibility that you could do both? Yeah, so that's the blend. <laughs> that's the blended approach, which actually would be the most ideal for me, uh, is being able to potentially go back to corporate, but still have this partnership that I have with with uh, other coaches and also coach at the same time. When I uh, actually started looking, you know, there were there were a number of things that I was considering and. I came to the realization that, you know, I, I was starting to, you know, imagine if, you know, what if I go back to corporate? What would happen to my coaching? What if, you know, what if I land another consulting, a big consulting gig? <laughs> uh, what would happen to, you know, looking for a job and, and things like that? And I came to a point where, well, you know what? There's no decisions to be made right now. So why worry about it? So right now I'm, I'm really not, you know, anticipating a decision. I'm just going to make a decision once it comes. But yes, so one of the, one of the options is to have a blended approach. And of course, now that that option is on the table, one of the things that I'm actually considering if, if I have opportunities presented to me to go back to corporate is, will, will that allow me to be flexible given you know, the, the demands of the job, location of the job, because commute is, is, uh, uh, is pretty heavy here in the Bay Area. Um, <laughs> so that's one of the big, big factors that I'm, uh, I will be considering, you know, once I, I have a decision to make. Great. That's also what's great about the way you did it was now you know more, you know, now you know how to go back in and ask for what you want. Now I want this job, but I also want to blend in some of the reasons I left. So th- yeah. that's a great lesson for those out there listening is maybe it's a combination of what you're doing now and your dream. Maybe it's your dream for now to learn what you need to change about your day job. You know, there's, right. there's right. always balance there in some way. Yeah. Yeah. The, there's, um, you know, even the environment that you join, right. Will it, uh, will allow you to be flexible, will it allow you to learn new things. So that's, uh, I think going to be a big factor for me to consider is, what environment am I joining? Uh, sometimes it's more about that than the actual company or the actual position. I brought that up 
that that question I had just asked because I, I you know I work in the world of performance consulting, human performance improvement, mm-hmm. and uh, there's somebody on my team who does do both. She uh, works with leaders, developing them internally, uh, working with mm-hmm. our learning. Yeah, I can't, I guess I can't say department names, but anyway, working with my team to help, uh, you know, create engaging culture building programs. Yet mm-hmm. she also is a certified coach and mm. has, I think, two or three clients on the outside who have right, nothing to do right. with their company. And of course, you know, if those folks ever got hired on with us, we, you know, she'd have to sever those, uh, you know, coaching relationships or at least stop charging right. them for it. Uh, and, it <laughs> and then she, uh, uh, teaches a couple of courses online for, for a university. And, yeah. and so mm-hmm. I, I just thought, uh, you know, there, a, a corporate life is not a sentence of, of corporate death or career death. And, and I think you've right, said that before. Right. And, 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 you know, there's some folks who love their gigs and some who don't. And I think, I'm just trying to give reassurance where it's not needed, which is, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, you're finding Keep that balance. What you're and, and so I'm just finding yeah, a way to yeah. say, ditto Davidson. And, and so that, that's yes. my way of saying that. But there was a, a question I did want to ask you because this was why I wanted to bring you on the show, uh, because yeah. you do have that background in leadership and being a people leader and consulting leaders. And, you know, we probably have some folks who are listening who are leaders and they kind of found themselves in a leadership rut. What are some of the common ruts you've seen uh, leaders face either through your workshops, they've shared this or uh, clients of yours, you know, of course, without giving away who they are and who their companies are and that kind of thing. So what are some common uh, ruts they find themselves in or a common rut and then how do you coach them out of that what what advice do you have for them so they can get out of that rut sure so um you know each each client is is different right and and some of the challenges that they face are going to be very different of course based on um you know situation themselves or their, their own development uh whatnot but uh, you know one of the things that i, I think is actually very common that i, I can say almost everybody faces is uh, around the whole self-doubt fear that gets in the way. So just to give you an example, I I worked with a leader that was transitioning to a brand new role, much bigger than what she has uh, experience in. Uh, And of course, in in a brand new sort of department or a brand new function, that she was going into. And one of the biggest things that she faced, I, I don't necessarily call this a rut, but one of the things that were uh, was getting in the way is her self-doubt. How will she be perceived? Will she be perceived as a leader? Uh, will they accept her? Will other people respect her and her decisions? Uh, how does she balance being a commanding leader to being you know, a democratic leader, uh, an affiliative leader that she naturally defaulted into so there's there's a i i think you and i and and folks that aren't necessarily people managers or vice presidents or or ceos think that we're the only ones that that face uh these fears and self-doubt but i think it runs uh you know from from top to bottom in terms of what people face you know so I, i think that's the biggest thing that gets in the way of people moving forward uh and and uh, potentially may hinder them from success or doing what they want to do. Great. And so when they do face these self-doubts, uh, is there anything you, you have them say to themselves or any exercises you hmm. take them through uh, or you just tell them to get over it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, no, that that's not necessarily what a coach does. So, um, <laughs> well, Some football coaches do that. The Jerry Dugan military school of thought. Some football coaches thought. do. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it. Well, you know, again, it depends on the person, and it depends on the the situation that they're they're facing. You know, sometimes it's uh, about raising their awareness or gaining clarity in terms of this feeling. Some of my clients actually aren't aware that this is an actual emotion. So, getting them to sort of self-reflect, uh, say things out loud, explore this feeling, and just be with that feeling. And really, really explore it. Um, sometimes it's, it's in their head. Sometimes it's in their, but like they can actually feel it physically. So we do some role playing, uh, sometimes, uh, we do some self reflection sometimes. And of course, I, as a coach, I'm, I'm asking a lot of questions in order for them to sort of do this self reflection and, and try to move forward. But first, it's about exploring that feeling and then figuring out what actions they want to take, uh, to, to move forward. Sometimes it's actually uh, helping them role play. I had a client that had uh, a fear of, of delivering bad news to his bosses, his, his leaders. And the fear was really around, am I going to be seen as incompetent? Am I going to be seen as somebody that doesn't follow through? So even role playing it there and, and actually through the role playing, uh, we really surface what the fear was really about. Um, and how does he... How did he want to actually step into that uh, challenge of, of um, you know, sharing this news with his leaders, his bosses, uh, and going it with, you know, some humility, uh, but also with some strength and confidence. Uh, he, you know, ended up owning, owning the setback, but also was able to have confidence and reassure the leadership that he's taking action to resolve the, the issue. Sometimes, sometimes it's about being a sounding board to, to these clients and, and letting them say things out loud that is swirling in their heads. Cause sometimes when, when we think about these fears, these situations in our heads, it actually. I think sometimes it makes it worse because we can be our worst enemy when we're thinking about these challenges and fear and we end up making it bigger than, than what it is. So, uh, saying it out loud, I think helps in, in some ways being a, 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 a cathartic experience, uh, being coached. Okay. I think we did an episode on fear once. Fear is one of those things that when you do speak it out loud, it, it dissipates quite a bit when you just speak right. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the things that, you know, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Brene Brown's work, right? Yes. Uh, you know, sh- shame, fear, self doubt, all, all of those things. You take away the power of fear and self-doubt and, and shame if you say them out loud, and especially with people that are there that are supportive and will listen to you. So saying them out loud uh, diminishes their their strengths. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us, Davison. I mean, this has been great. I, I was really excited when I found out we were going to check in with you again uh, just a couple of months later and see what progress you made. Now it sounds like we're going to have to check in again. Yeah, see where a lot of this goes. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe I can be an example for you guys, for for your audiences in terms of how to, you know, explore these these journeys that we're we're all in. But would love to to check in and let you know how things are going on my side. I think I love that. I think it's a great lesson for all of us that the process takes a while. You're never going to be finished. So that's a good. Oh point. yeah, yeah. I I like to say that it's a journey with no end goal. That's good. It's just great. I think we have folks in the audience who are going through this type of thing. And yeah, I, I definitely think we need to have Davidson back on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, check, check in hopefully in, you know, in, in, in two months or so. Uh, and I'll let you know how, how I'm doing. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds great. 
uh, again, Davidson, thanks for, for coming on and putting up with all the technical difficulties that we faced uh, earlier in the session. And uh, to our audience, thank you for listening to an up- another episode of Beyond the Rut podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode at beyondtherut.com slash 034. Zero, I said that slowly for you, not, <laughs> not because I forgot. <laughs> Take that. Trust me, I'm pre-law. <laughs> uh, and if you want to give us a call and ask a question that you'd love us to throw towards Davidson that maybe we didn't get to cover for you, uh, our number is 361-596-3788. And you can also send us an email at info at beyondtherut.com. Uh, be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes or on Stitcher if you're an Android user. Uh, rate and review our shows on either of those platforms. And the best way you can support our show right now is to share us with your friends, your family, your coworkers, and even that weird uncle uh, or that weird guy who lives across the street. <laughs> you know, Share us with him, too, if you'll listen. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.